welcome to the Scramble Podcast brought to you by Farmer's Hen House Eggs that not only taste good, but do good for the farmer, the hen, the environment, and most importantly for you. And we are here today with two very renowned Farmer's Hen House employees, uh, Levon and Verton. Levon is our production and processing manager in the plant. And Verton is our coach, life coach, really, for all things Farmer's Hen House related and not Farmer's Hen House related. Is that right, Verton? <laughs> and then on the side, he also manages the maintenance here at the plant. Does that sound right, Verton? Verton, you're sure, shaking Sure, I, I like that. <laughs> you go with that. What we want to do today is hear from Verton and Levon uh, because they have worked for the farmers or for farmers hen house for the hen house uh, for many years, decades even, right? One decade. One decade. Okay. And uh, so they have a lot of insight to the history, the timeline uh, of what has happened in farmers hen house over these uh, past several years. And so I thought it'd be fun to kind of just hear their perspective. But first, Levon, tell me a little bit about, not necessarily what you do, well, you can tell me a little bit about what you do in the hen house, right? Like what your job entails, but then also too, when you're not, what, what you're doing when you're not in the hen house. Yeah, well, I do a whole bunch of different things, but the number one thing I do is I line up all the eggs that we need to run each day and basically take care of all incoming orders uh, line up outgoing trucking uh, basically just make sure that everything out on the processing floor is getting done correctly and the correct eggs are getting packed into the correct cartons the correct date is put on the cartons and I don't know there's just a whole bunch of different things I do and can't really so if anyone ever finds the wrong eggs in their carton it's your fault most likely. Yeah. So if you find, you know, some jumbos in a medium package, you call the office and you want to talk to Levon, right? Yeah. yeah. Or I can blame it on the maintenance crew for not having the scale set correctly. Oh, so it could, it could be Verdon's fault too. Yeah. So Levon, how, how long have you worked here? Well, I started when I was in high school. I, uh, that was three years ago? Yeah. <laughs> I wish, I wish. <laughs> How long ago? Uh, how long ago was that? Well, probably in like 2004, 2005. Okay. Uh, worked every summer uh, until I graduated. Doing what? Uh, I packed a lot. Yeah. I packed a lot, and then also I was kind of. I think Burton was too, but we were kind of Mark's go-to guys if he ever needed anything done. Mark. Uh, is one of the owners of Farmers and House, our uh, current president's father, mm -hmm. Ryan. But yeah, basically, if he needed anything done, help around the plant, uh, he would he would get Burton or I usually and uh, help him out. So that was kind of nice to get away from the line because it was always boring. I thought to pack, and uh, so it was nice to step away from that and be able to help him. I graduated probably in 2009 and I worked for about two years here full-time and I stepped away for about three years 
two and a half, three years, he stepped away and worked somewhere else. And in that time, or toward the tail end of those two and a half years, Ryan contacted me and wanted me back, and I've been back ever since. Yeah. And you grew up, obviously, in this area, Kelowna area. Yeah, I actually grew up about, actually across the field. You can see my house, or see the house I grew up in if you step out the back door here. So you grew up in a farm? Uh, in Frytown. In a farm in Frytown. Or, is it, or uh, you grew up in Frytown? A house in Frytown. So Frytown is, how would you describe Frytown? Huge city. <laughs> yeah, small little, city. yeah, small little town. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have a convenience store or anything. And it's just a couple houses. And and uh, I think part of the reason my parents started me or started working or having me work here is because it was so close. Uh, and also Mark went to the same church as I did growing up. Okay. So you guys we, knew each other. Yeah. So we knew each other pretty well. Uh, but yeah, so I... I would bike into work. I would ride my moped into work, and. Uh, what about your horse and buggy? No, I was never Amish, so. You was he, you were never Amish. No. Any Amish people in your family? Oh yeah, my parents were both Amish. Oh, they were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my grandparents still are Amish. Yeah. I have a lot of relatives that are Amish still, but. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I never was. So so so, but you, I mean, like holidays, you participate, you know, with the Amish side of the family and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're a lot very, of you're very much intact yeah. still engaging with yeah. your Amish heritage yeah okay how come this is that Schretzer everyone catch that <laughs> what was that Burton I said he can talk a little Dutch yet here and there just a little <laughs> so just wh- enough to get me in trouble so, so for those of you not familiar uh would you say Dutch is the the main language? Pennsylvania Dutch is what they would call it. That's but is that what you would normally be, communicate in with yep, your family that's and our friends? Mother language at home. Yeah. I, yeah, I grew up and that's all all I could speak, honestly, until I started going to school, but even then I homeschooled for two years and uh, but once I started school is when we had to start speaking English and then it kinda there. Yeah, but you can still speak it though. A little bit. I can understand it a lot better okay. than what I can speak it now because I just don't do it anymore. Okay. And Verdon, can you speak it? Sometimes uh, <laughs> when I'm not. Yeah, when I'm a little nervous. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of your nervous tick. <laughs> no. So Verdon, you are Amish. Correct. Yes, that is correct. The suspenders give it away. Oh. Yeah. And my horse and buggy. And your horse and buggy. And if those of you out there follow us on social media, you, well, one, you, you've probably seen both LaVon and Verton in our Meet the Henhouse Monday segments. But also, too, Verton's horse was featured in one of our uh, posts. Miss May, right? Yes, correct. Miss yeah. May. And that's, that's your primary means of transportation? Uh, for as far as uh, personal life, yeah. As far as the youth gatherings, church, you know, um, we would hire drivers if we'd want to go long distance. So sure, like like you told me, you guys went to New York City one time, right? Yeah, there we had a driver, had someone hired someone take us to Cedar Rabbits, the airport, and then we flew from there out to New York City. Yeah, the thought never crossed your mind to take Miss May on a road trip out to. New York City. No, I never did, really. If you do, let me know, because I think that would make for 
probably good story. That would probably pull too much attention, you know. <laughs> so Verdon, how long you worked for the hen house? Well, I started when I was 16 years old, which okay. would have been back in 06. Okay. So now, we'll so, see if somebody can do the math and see how old I am now. Yeah, don't look at me, man. I'm an, I'm a, I was an English major. I, I can't do math. Um, so Levon was here before you then? Yes, part-time. he would have started part-time. I When I started here, Levon was still in high school, you know, I think off and off in school and uh, working other jobs too, you know, off and on. Yeah. So um, and you started at, did you start in maintenance or how did you start? No, I uh, when I got started here, I was like I said, I was 16. Uh, I started packing just like Levon and most people do when they start here at the hen house. Uh, start in with sta- uh, packing, and then uh, you know, as young guy like me, you know, gets into stacking the boxes and uh, bringing the product in from the coolers and taking the finished product back out. Um, you know, I would kind of like Levon said earlier. Me and Levon were kind of uh, Mark's right hand man's at time. Yeah, uh, we would sometimes, you know, Mark would need a help hand here or be who it may, you know, just chip in and grab and do the stuff. Uh, I don't know, just kind of always intrigued me to do maintenance, fix stuff. My family is very mechanically ordinated as far as, you know, doing stuff at home on the farm, uh, fixing our own tractors to you name it. And um fact at one time there was three of us boys that were all in the maintenance side of something yeah uh, either working on big trucks or working at you know facilities where they needed a maintenance guy How, and you said when you said three of us boys you mean for your, from your my brothers, family right? yes three or two of my brothers and you come from me. a pretty small family out here yeah it's it's really small it's only what um it's only i only had six brothers and four sisters yeah so, you know, I've, you know, there's bigger ones out there. Yeah, that might be true. But, uh, yeah, that's fairly typical for an Amish family yeah. to have, you know, anywhere from 5 to 10 to 12 children. You know, it just depends. Sure. So you guys had kind of a, a maintenance uh, yeah, gift, my, gifting. My dad yeah. really enjoyed maintenance. He always wanted to do his own mechanic work on the tractors and stuff. So, like I said, I started here packing, stacking supplying, bringing eggs in out of the cooler, um, with always in the back of my mind that someday I wouldn't mind doing maintenance. Yeah. Well, I did that for three and a half years of uh, just working odd and end jobs around here and just being the handyman wherever they needed someone. Um, I kind of got tired. I was 16. By that time, I was 19. I got a little tired, you know, as a teenager does. gets tired of one thing. So another thing that really interested me was lawn care landscaping oh, yeah. outside you know go do mow yards and that kind of stuff so i uh i left farmer's hen house and i went for one summer and i did landscape uh, lawn care okay for a local lawn care company uh you know come along uh november lawn care stopped right so it was a little bit of snow removal but uh, i came back in to farmer's hen house and i asked ryan i said say i need some hours over the winter would you have work for me yeah he goes, sure, we got a chicken house out here that we need to uh, get the cages tore out of and make it cage-free because we were everything cage-free and organic here at Farmer's Hen House. Yeah. And I worked at that over the winter, and come along spring, their uh, maintenance guy quit on him here at Farmer's Hen House. Okay. So Ryan, one evening, comes to me, and he says, hey, Vern, this was about maybe 1st of March, I would say. You know, I was gearing up to maybe go do lawn care again that, that spring. 
And, uh, you know, I Ryan comes to me one night and he goes, uh, Burton, what are you doing this, this evening? I said, I don't know. He says, come to my office at 5 o'clock and uh, I need to chat with you. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, what did I do wrong now, you yeah. know? It's usually something you do. Well, yeah, but I couldn't think of anything, so I was hoping it was good. Yeah. Well, I went to his office, you know, kind of nervous-like, you know, not sure what to expect. And he says, well, Burton, like you know, our maintenance guy quit here, and uh, me and Mark got to talking about it, and we would really like to bring you back into our our, uh, plant here. Yeah. And we would like to give you first option to do maintenance here, if that'd be something you'd be interested in doing, you know. We will... You know, and I said, wow, that's something I've always been dreaming of. But, man, I just, I hate letting my lawn care guy sit like that after one year finally trained and ready to do some professional lawn care and landscaping. Well, he says, that's my cousin. I'll deal with him. You you decide if you want to work for us or not. I said, all right, Ryan, give me some time to think about it. Well, I went home and I asked Dad, I said, what do you think? Dad said, uh, hey, Burton, you know, you're so close to 21. You're about to make, a, you know, a living of your own. You're going to have to decide what you want to do for, because obviously this is going to affect, you know, your uh, livelihood once you're on your own. Right. He said, you make the decision, whatever you want to do, I'll be happy with. Yeah. It didn't matter to him, do I make more money at Farmer's House or I go do lawn care? He was like, you know, you do what, you're close enough, 21, we're going to let you make that decision and uh, so I, I said, you know, time to get in it or I'm not going to get in it probably for a while. Yeah. And I was kind of missing Farmer's Hen House at that time and all the great people to work with. So I came back a week later and I told Ryan, I think we'll accept the offer. And he, and he dealt with his cousin. And he did. <laughs> I had a phone call from my boss, previous boss, which was Ryan's cousin. And uh, he said, Burton, he goes, you go work for Ryan if you get the opportunity like that. He goes, if you want to, there's no way I can... You know, I don't blame you. Yeah. He goes, it, you know, it's sad. You know, I, I was looking forward to having you work for me for at least another year or a couple or whatever. Sure. But he said, it's your choice, man. He goes, there's no ill feelings on my part. Yeah. I said, well, that's good. That's yeah. good. And that's the type of character Ryan is, too. You know, takes a lot to give him to, to have him have ill feelings, I think. <laughs> have what? Ill feelings. Ill feelings. You know, yeah, that's yeah. his characters to yeah. be considerate of everybody. So let me ask you guys, uh, you've worked here for many years, almost you know, a little over a decade, I guess, for both of you now. Why? Like I said a little bit earlier, I had left for probably two and a half years. Two and a half to maybe three, I can't quite remember. Okay, yeah. I went and worked for a water shop, and they're really good people, and they're a lot of fun to work with. I really liked what I did. And I think the first time, the reason I left the first time was because I was young. The only job I ever had was Farmer's Hen House. Okay. And being 20-some when I left, probably 20 or so, when I left, it was kind of like, well, this is the only job I ever had. I got to experience something new. Yeah. And I, and I honestly, after I graduated, I never thought I was going to be here that long. Yeah. I figured I'd be here until I find a job and then leave. And that water shop job just kind of fell into my lap. I said, oh, here's my opportunity. I'm going to take it, experience it. And honestly, looking back at it, it's something I don't regret at all. Because yeah. I, I love the people I worked with there. And uh, like I said, same 
same bosses, just like Ryan. I mean, good good people to work with, and uh, right, and they're not getting paid to say that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, the people that I work no, no, with I over there, like like I said, it's. It, they, it wasn't like it was a bad work atmosphere or anything sure, yeah, like yeah. that. It, it was a very, very, very nice, nice job to have. And yeah. the same, like I said, same as here. And uh, worked there for two years, two, like I said, two and a half years or so. And I came back and I really, I was in the warehouse at the time. I wasn't the processing manager. I was in the warehouse for a while. I loved it. I loved the warehouse. I, like I said, I, I loved it. And What did you love about the warehouse? I don't know. I just like the, okay, number one thing, I am one that I can be by myself and I'm fine. Yeah. I don't need to have, I don't need to have someone there and kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I, just, I like to it, be alone. Like right. if I could be alone You're more intro- day, introverted. Yes, yeah. yes. And out there it was me and one other guy and the other guy wasn't even helping me all the time. So I could most of the time work by myself. So I liked that. Yeah. And I also just liked the aspect of loading trucks was a lot of fun. Sure. But then when I switched in here, I liked this too. So like I said, I, I don't I don't think I'd ever want to go back into the warehouse. But I mean, obviously, if that was what I was supposed to do, I'd yeah. do it. But I like what I do now too. Yeah. Uh, but it turned into a... Instead of just being a job, it turned into a career. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, it's a spot where I know I'm supposed to be at, and and the people you work with uh, goes for, not only for working with Verton or, or working you're for gonna, Ryan. You're going to include Verton in that list yeah. of people you want. But what I'm saying is, like, it's just fun to, like, the, the atmosphere yeah. we have here is a lot of fun, and it, it makes coming to work easy. Yeah. And, uh, and like I said, it's... It, it went from a job to, I, I look at it as my career. Yeah. And I, I absolutely love it. A lot of people, like, looking back at it when I was here, when I was 18, you telling me I was going to be here 10 years later, 12 years later, mm-hmm. I would have laughed in your face probably. Yeah. Not saying that I didn't like what I was doing at sure. the time. I just didn't so expect myself. you envisioned, right? Yes, it's yeah. not what I envisioned. And I think a lot of that growing up and and kind of seeing what opportunity we have or what i had yeah to work here i don't know like i said it's just been been a good opportunity to have and sure and ultimately ultimately you like eggs over water i guess right like (laughs) eggs are really the source of your life more than water so yeah but like i said it's it's uh as i i can i it's it went from a job to a career, and that's kind of where I see. That's why I think I enjoy it so much too, because I see myself being here for years to come. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. What about you, Verdon? What's kept you here? Uh Lamont has. He don't <laughs> let me quit. So. Oh, no, is that it? No, he actually no. is holding you hostage right no, now. No, he's yeah. not. Um, yeah. You know, when you enjoy something, it goes hard to turn your back on it, and that. I mean, I. You know. There's many reasons why I say that, you know, from all the way from having uh, great, great, uh, great bosses to great co-workers to, um, yeah. Now, just now great podcast. Awesome. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah on the true. Case. Yeah. Well, Brett kind of kind of got me sucked into this. I agreed to it a week ago, and then today I was wishing I wouldn't have because, well, anyway, I'm not good with speech. 
you could you could just do it in uh, Pennsylvania Dutch. And we'll yeah, just that might the, be uh, worse. I I gotta say, Burton's probably the biggest talker we have out on the floor. So. Whoa. Well, I probably just not out on the floor, but in the whole company, right? Oh yeah. Wait, Levon. Brett never asked us to be honest on here. Okay, we want to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you guys want you guys want to restart? <laughs> no, no, no. We're good. Um, yeah. Like I said earlier, I left for just a little bit um, for a summer. Like I would say maybe seven months at the most that I was actually not employed at Farmer's Hen House. Um, and, you know, this opportunity came up and I've been back now for, I think it's going on eight years that I've been doing maintenance. And it just seems like yesterday, last night when Ryan asked me to come do maintenance for them, it I just remember, you know, time just goes fast when you're having fun. That's just, that yes. old saying is just holds true on this. Like I said, great bosses, great coworkers, um, love working with everyone. Uh, we got we've got great eggs. We do. I feel like every day of the week, I can go home feeling like you know we cool. did an honest day's work. We right. did an honest day's. Um, we dealt honestly that day. Yeah. It's just uh, a clear conscience. Yep. Yeah. That's just. Uh, I feel that's what Ryan's goal is, and I feel I want to be part of that. Is to do an honest business. Um, yeah. Been here like I said eight years, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, some days, you know, were rough, but uh, if we stop and think where this plant was when I started here, yeah, and where a, it is today, maybe Brett didn't get to that yet. Maybe no, I no, yeah, I want to hear about that from both your perspectives. What, where, where was this plant when you guys first came in, and just what have been the uh, moments or the things that you've witnessed that, yeah, you just maybe would have never anticipated or just still kind of marvel at yeah i don't know it was just um it was it was very small scale i would say back then compared to now as far as you know we're still not very big in the industry but uh, obviously you know time changes and um you know you don't make as much i feel like you know today and age you don't make as much per per you know you you need to do more more quantity sometimes to make as you know Back then, you didn't do as much, and then you maybe made more per dozen or something, you know? Yeah. It's just everything around us is changing, so we expect that, you know, we need to change a little bit who, with... Who were, the, was, who were some of the, the bigger stores that we were, we were in when you started? Hy-Vee. I would say we were very strongly into Hy-Vee's. Uh, Levon yeah. can fill you a little bit more in on that because he's more into the orders side of it sure, than yeah. I am. I'm more into trying to keep the machine running and... Uh, you know all that. Obviously, Lamont can cover that a lot better. On now, that. what about machine improvements? So we we started out when I was uh, when I started here. We just had a eighty three hundred with the old small loader, fast as we would ever run. What, was what is it? What's an eighty three hundred? What's diamond diamond eighty three hundred egg grater. It's just the brand of egg grater. I okay, guess. It's just kind of a smaller scale egg grater. It's a medium size scale. It's a beautiful. It was a great machine in its day. Yeah, and and. To you all out there who, who do listen to this, at some point, we're going to make like a Mr. Rogers video to show just the scale of how our eggs are processed, right? And cleaned. and Because it is quite impressive. Do you know who Mr. Rogers is, Burton? Sadly enough, I don't. Yeah. So he... I'm old-fashioned. Yeah. Well, that's all right. <laughs> you're, uh, you're timeless, really. Um, so he hosted a television show for young kids back in the 
think it started in the 70s through the 80s and 90s. And he, he was trying to provide better, uh, better uh, television for younger kids that taught them about not just things like, you know, uh, how, things, how things are made, like a cello, but also to just how to deal with tough things in life, like if their parents uh, got divorced or, um, you know, segregation, you know, back when there was segregation in swimming pools, right? Um, so anyway, he made these videos of how things are made. Uh, and so we're going to try to make one of those for how eggs are sure, sure. processed. But anyway, all that to be said, you've seen some improvements in machinery. Oh, yeah, a lot, a lot of improvements. And it's always it was always to the good. Ryan uh, very very much thought through his decisions before he made them. I feel they were always seemed to have a very positive, legit reason why he did what he did yeah. on switching machines to. Yeah, you name it. Yeah. Now, Levon, what about you? What are some maybe key moments or things you've seen since you started here? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's changed a lot. That there I can say, but I don't know. I mean, just seeing our brand grow, too, from the time I've stepped in here. I mean, back then I wasn't, didn't really know orders or anything like that. I just, like I said earlier, I packed and, and did things. But I still knew when we were packing our items or our farmer's house items and stuff. And seeing where they are at today has been a huge huge jump yes yeah. it's, it's really nice to see that our that we do offer good quality product and you can see that with our growth that we have right and uh so when it when it, or and i don't know if you guys are familiar with this or not because it's rather new but you know our slogan our new slogan is farmer's hen house more than an egg so when you guys think of that more than an egg what comes to mind usually Quality. Quality. Yeah. 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 That's what I would say. Quality and uh, honestly produced. Yeah. I guess I feel that's very cru- uh, crucial in our company here at Farmers Hen House is so many, you know, not out to, you know, I'm not going to talk about anybody else. Sure. But, uh, I feel like, you know, there's just sometimes the word organic gets so misused. People, the big companies want to take it and they want to say, we've got organic eggs, but do they truly have a down-to-earth organic egg? Yeah. Um, I feel ours are as down-to-earth as you can get them as far as uh, in the... As organic as they as, come? As, we can, as anybody can about get them. Yeah. Um, I feel like we try to go up and beyond the requirements. Yeah. Uh, Ryan usually's slogan is, to me, is we don't do stuff because we are required to. We do it because... We've got the best egg. Yeah, yeah. We don't do it because we're asked to. You know, we just we're gonna we're gonna go up and beyond what we're required to do. And I, that's how I feel. We do business. Yeah, do it with. Would you say excellence? Excellence. Yes. There you go. I mean, it's got to be at least one bad egg pun per <laughs> podcast. That's it. Um, yeah. And so, and, and when we we talk about more than an egg. Yeah, we talk about this honesty, this transparency, this quality. But we also talk about, you know, too, that in the way that Farmers Henhouse cares for farmers, provides a platform, you know, a means for uh, these smaller Amish Mennonite farms to get their eggs to market, right? Um, and then also, too, in, in, you know, humane treatment of the hen uh, and 
caring for the stewarding the environment, right? I mean, we have a hundred percent solar power processing plant. That's pretty incredible. Um, but then too, in the way we offer, you know, sustainable farming practices, right? Um, organics, as you were saying, and and then too, just caring for the community. And so you guys grew up here, uh, so you you have probably some decent insight in this next question, but. How do you feel Farmer's Hen House has personally impacted this community? I would say for a lot of farmers, it's given them an income. Uh, like kind of just giving them a chance to, I don't know, produce eggs, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think too, like small farms, right? Yeah, We're small not talking farms. about major yeah, small farms. farms. Um, and I, yeah, I think when we think about you know, small farms. I mean, we really are talking about, yeah. you know, small family farms. And that, and that, in this day and age of agriculture, it's not necessarily an easy thing to be able to do that for your livelihood, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, that, yeah, so I, yeah. is that what you're saying? That's what I'm kind of, I mean, it's given them, yeah, like you said, the small farm, farmers an option to kind of give themselves an income. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say that would, Pretty well answer a lot of it. Uh, one thing I'd like to maybe add on that is uh, because a lot of our eggs come off of the Amish farm, uh, land prices are going up quite significantly. And uh, so it's harder and harder for a young Amish farmer to make a living off of 80 acres yeah. than it was back in the day, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Um, they can make a living off of that. And what a chicken house does for them is it, it allows them to have a source of income on that land, a little bit that they do own, and uh, generate other income. Yeah, that's good. Well, and yeah, I think you, when you think about the, you know, a business in a small community, it's just an interesting exercise to think about the ways in which this business, right, impacts this community. So obviously, what you guys are saying is the biggest thing it does is it provides a livelihood for particularly smaller farms, but particularly to Amish farms, right? Mm -hmm. And and given that, um, yeah, land's not getting any cheaper and uh, and there's more and more larger conventional companies that, uh, you know, have 2,000 acre farms and these corporate farms, um, it can make it harder to be able to to have that livelihood. And, and that's really important, I've, I've found, to people who have grown up generationally farming, right? Um, you know, and Aiden too, you know, Vernon, obviously you're the expert, but um, I would say that the Amish probably can't envision themselves not farming. Is that a, an accurate statement? Can you want to repeat that again? So, yeah, it's kind of a tough statement. Uh, so the, the Amish community here in Kelowna it, it would probably be hard to them to think about the future without actually farming, right? Correct. I mean, I do see that changing some. I mean, obviously, I'm working here at Farmer's Hen House, so, you know, I'm not farming. My dad and my brothers are, uh, there's two brothers yet living in this community. The other three, three of them moved to Ohio and one is in Kansas. Um, but the two that are still here, you know, they just have, a, they love farming, and so that's their goal is to farm yeah um and my dad but i see that more and more changing a little bit uh people young people going to work at um 
farm, you know, at outside jobs simply because it's so much harder to um, buy land yeah. and start on a start a farm. Um, and I guess through, I want to point out a little bit why I see that very crucial that we have, you know, things like farmers hen house and uh, farmers all natural creamery, you know, right. which is a organic milk processing plant. You know why that's very crucial is because of us Amish, we don't have. You know, obviously we drive horse and buggies is our main mode of transportation. You know, we don't drive cars. So it's harder and harder. It's harder for us to get out and around to do odd and end jobs or whatever it be, what it may. So it's very good when when a guy can have a farm to raise his family on um, or have a local business like Farmer's Hen House and other local businesses here that are great. to be there for the young generation to start working away, learning to work for someone else. Mm-hmm. I feel that's good for someone is just go out and work for someone else before they take over a business or an existing farm or yeah. be what it is, uh, simply because they, they learn how to wise management. They watch other people. They learn how to sometimes do something, what they're asked for when it maybe don't make sense to us. Yeah, to get that experience, that yeah. that wisdom, that insight, to be yeah. able to to manage a farm, right? Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. it's just, I think it's great uh, to have business like this. Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, so I want to be respectful of you guys' time. You guys, if you're listening, may have heard the door <laughs> open a few times. Some uh, sounds rustling in the background. That's because these guys have important jobs um, that. You know, they have people asking them questions and needing things from them. So uh, to end here, do you guys, one, have any other, um, I don't know, just things you want to share or communicate about Farmer's Hen House to people who might be listening to this? Or give a shout out to your mom or something like that? Verdant. I don't know that I really do. I got one problem. Uh, Brett said I'm an expert. And I thought we were talking about honesty and I felt like that was a lie, but no, that's oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You, just, you had to get that off the chest. <laughs> well, I just had to make sure people understand that, you know, <laughs> no, yeah. it's good. Uh, it's good. I guess I, I, I can't use that term too loosely around here. He, he, he meant it for a joke, and that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Anything else weighing on you? No, no, okay. we're good. That's This was not as bad as I thought it might be. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Levani? Any parting words? Anything? Just tell people to keep buying more farmers' yeah. house eggs. Do you guys eat eggs? I I enjoy or like I like eating eggs, but my wife doesn't oh. like eggs. Oh no! So most of the time, I can't or like if I cook them, I still have to make or we have to make something else. So yeah. usually we just don't. Okay. I'll usually take a dozen eggs home and I'll I usually end up throwing them away before I even use them. Oh man. Well, you use them as compost, right? Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. Um, what about you, Vernon? You like eggs? I do. I do like eggs. Um, How did the, I should say I like egg. Did the, is there an, like an Amish egg dish? Not that I'm aware it's just of. A, yeah, you fry them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, eggs are universally. Eggs are eggs or eggs. I, I like eggs, but, you know, I just have one egg for breakfast. Um, one egg a lot of my lunch. family will have, you know... Two or three or four eggs, you know, yeah. for breakfast. But I've always just stuck with one egg. Um, not that I don't like eggs. I love eggs, but I'm like one egg is sufficient, you know. And 
I don't know. You're a yeah. You're a man of moderation. People think that the reason I don't like eggs or don't eat more eggs for breakfast is maybe because I work here with all these eggs. So I say I don't. To me, that don't affect me at all. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah, I really enjoy eating eggs. Like I like them. Like yeah. it's not like I, I know there's some people. Like obviously my wife doesn't like them, but you guys are a like couple of eggheads. Eggheads. Yeah. Can I, I call know. you that? Well, I suppose. It's, you a just com- did. It's, a, it's a compliment. You just did. I did. Yeah. yeah. So I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, good. Do I enjoy eggs? Uh, not as much as uh, my wife. Yeah. Yeah. So we I, we got the opposite problem. Yeah. I I do enjoy eggs, but my thing is is I've been doing like intermittent fasting. So you know what that mm-hmm. is? It's like where you uh, skip breakfast essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be my you know main time to eat eggs but since i don't typically eat breakfast i don't eat eggs but my wife like will top essentially all of not all of our dishes but a lot of dishes with a fried egg so you know i will get my egg fix you know for dinner and for lunch we encourage that because then they buy more eggs that's yeah that's right we got it i mean you know fried eggs should become like a condiment like yeah mayonnaise or mustard or ketchup i mean it, it may well be on its way um but yeah i uh i like eggs i just i don't i mean i don't have the 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 time or the the diet to eat more of them but uh that doesn't mean you all shouldn't listening to this right <laughs> yeah this don't this don't sound like a very good uh, sales pitch does it <laughs> well i'm not in sales right no, just a market <laughs> well that's kendall uh, there's a different story there we go we gotta get kendall on here someday but uh thank you guys for, for doing this, for participating in this. Um, and, you know, earlier when I said, what does it mean that we're more than an egg? I mean, my answer would, would be that you guys are part of what makes us more than an egg, right? Your history here, who you are, what you bring to this company. Um, so I appreciate that. And so thank you all for taking the time to listen. Uh, we'll be back again probably in the next uh, probably next two weeks. A lot of us are flying out to Expo West, a big uh, trade food convention, natural food convention out in California next week. So we'll be uh, out there next week. You can follow us on social media. Um, but then we'll be back in the hen house the following week and we'll have another podcast for you. So you have been listening to The Scramble brought to you by Farmer's Hen House eggs that not only taste good but do good and again like you heard today for the farmer for the hen for the environment for the community and most importantly for you thanks for listening i call this such an amazing amazing life we're living